following program contains explicit language and subject matter and is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello? It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? Yes, it is. It's the Zero Fucks podcast, episode 42, I believe we're at. I think we're going to stop saying numbers. Well, I think I've said that and I keep doing it. So, that's 42. And then I'll look back and I'll realise I've made a mistake. But anyway, we're back. And on the back of our Valentine's Day episode with a guest host, Alexandra from Soul Intimacy, We're now going to get into this week's episode, which is after the first week of Married at First Sight. Well, actually two weeks. We've sort of got the weddings out of the way. And of course, who better to do that with than my resident expert maths specialist, Good Jess, who is a star and is uh, well-liked on the podcast. I had so many people tell me how much they like it because she's real. And, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. So let's get into it. And um, I've sort of got a bit of an intro just to give you the idea of who Jess is and new listeners, and then we'll get into the interview. But it's, um, it's an interesting time for trash TV in Australia, let me tell you. And I'm sure... There's many a fan out there that says, I don't watch that shit, but I get hooked into it. Um, I do it for shits and, shits and giggles, and, and Jess and I like laughing about it. And of course, anyone who doesn't know, Jess is a previous contestant who's now happy in a relationship. So, But she'll talk about her experience. So let's get this show underway. The Married at First Sight Australian cast, I think it might be Series 7, 6 or 7, I'm one or the other. I'm not right on the mark with that. but um, And I'm still coming to terms with a lot of the characters that are being played on it. Jess and I will explain it. For anyone that is new, as I was saying, Jess was on Series 3. Her relationship didn't work out and 
I I found that she was honest and she was a straight shooter. And as a result, when the podcast kicked off, I endeavoured to ask her if she'd come on onto the show, which she did. And um, we've had different discussions along the way. And Jess is awesome. Like I'm a big fan of Jess, which you could probably tell when you listen. But because she calls it as it is, and that's how I see it. So we have a really good, um, some banter about the current contestants and the mentality. And really, um, are they really there to find love? And it just, it's it's now I think the show is gone over from reality TV into a, a realm of how do we make these people famous? Because they want to make money out of it. And as late as yesterday, I read an article that was released about one of the managers who manages these people uh, who's signed up for the, at least three of the current crop and he is saying that they're going to make in the vicinity, if they're popular and if they do well, $300,000 a year just being an influencer and being on Instagram and, and social media. So the the, the idea of um, getting the best people that actually really want to find a relationship sort of goes out the window. I believe there is a few on there that could be about the real thing. Jess and I are going to talk about it. You'll hear our thoughts and we'll probably recap towards the end of it as to did it pan out or um, although there's spoilers every day in all the trash magazines so it's very interesting. My sort of spin on it and I and I didn't I hadn't mentioned this with Jess but I, I took a, a different sort of uh, mentality this week where I sort of look at it like uh, a sporting event or so let's say a football team particularly uh, when I watch my son playing football when he was playing reps they start the season with trials and they try to put the best team that they can get on the park and I guess with rugby league and AFL in Australia and 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 football to a, a lesser degree they really build on the back of last seasons, uh, like team that they have and they sort of weed out ones they don't want and they bring in the new ones. On this show, I look at the producers as being coaches and football managers and what they try to do is who are we going to get the best bang for buck in this season and what's the theme we're going to go with. Now, my personal thought is the theme that they're going with is uh, really nice guys or pleasant guys uh, that have either got a really good nature or they're in a, a good financial situation. And women that haven't necessarily been treated right or could be deemed shy or a little bit crazy. And I think what this is this is the sort of game plan they've gone with. And then they've selected their crew accordingly. There's a couple of storylines with women that aren't confident. I'm not 100% buying because... If you look at their social media accounts, it's they're definitely confident. So they say they've never had boyfriends and they're um, not very confident within themselves and yet they're posing like they're models on Instagram, which, again, is a different world. So that, that's that's my, my thoughts with this year, is that the producers have come up with a plan and gone, this is the angle we're going to work. They've turned up the bogan to 24 because it is such a, a high level of bogan. And, and I, I don't mean that in a, a derogatory term that... Um, I, I don't mean that to be to be 
fully insulting because there's a there's a, a twang that I have in my voice and the things that I say. And I'm, as I said to you previously, I, I, I you relish it. That's who I am. But some of these uh, characters that are playing out and contestants are really turned up the bogan to be oblivious to social cues and, and the way. On the other hand, there's some people that are really beautiful manners and quite polite and and they, they think of their partner in a, in a higher in, in a high place than, than maybe the, the, the sort of we've seen in the past. It's a mixed match. It will see how it plays out. What it has done, as far as TV ratings has gone, it is zoomed over My Kitchen Rules, which is going to be deemed a failure because it's just not hitting the same marks. And on top of that, it's also pushing Survivor. And Survivor on Channel 10 is always battled. But this is 100% pure trash TV and I could safely say, I don't even know the number of couples, but I think maybe one, two tops will make it. But we also know that it has a 98% success, sorry, a 98% failure rate in previous seasons. You know, we can say that oh, the last season they got married, but that's one out of seven seasons. So... I know there's a couple of other couples that are still together from previous ones um, and if that's been their catalyst of how they stay together then that's fantastic but I believe if the people, so-called experts, were doing their job we should see a higher number. But anyway, that's just my opinion. I think the team's been put together to fail in a lot of ways and it's a bit rough around the edges and we see, well we will see now different personalities I, I believe there's a lot of fakeness and there's a lot of people that are on the show that want to be on the show purely to make a name for themselves, to grab a following. They're not there because they're with the person they care about. And I think that's the... It used to be a little bit that would you would second-guess it and you question, oh, maybe they are. Now I feel it's like, yeah, they're not there. And, no one, and everyone knows that. So anyway, let's get on to talking to Jess and uh, and see what we come up with and um yeah here we go hey girl what you doing hey girl where you going who's that girl who's that girl it's just so how you going? Because we, we, I can cut and chop this no matter which way we want to do it, so there's no big oh, deal. Um, of okay, course, I'll do a big intro and, and, and explain yeah, yeah, yeah. who you are and getting all the goss. Yes. So, and then well, one little stinger. And now we can talk about Married at First Sight. Look, I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched everything episode from start to finish because I just can't. Yeah. And then I've watched... The important bits, and I've fast forwarded a wonderful feature on this this show. Yeah. But I was talking about it with my brother-in-law, and it's okay. It's not interesting. Yeah. Have you found that? Oh yeah, it's bland as fuck. Thank you, because I watched it and I'm like, this is really boring. Like, it's just so contrived and it's so set up, and it's you just sit there and go, I'm bored you know like this is boring and then obviously you know we had our chat today about the let's put it in um inverted commas 25 year old stacy yeah 
who looks about fucking 40. Yeah. I showed it, Mum. I had breakfast with my mum this morning, and I just, Mum doesn't watch the show. She hates it, obviously. <laughs> and I showed her a picture. I went, how old do you think this woman is? And she said, oh, 40. And I went, she's 25, apparently. There's so many holes in her story. She's just, she's a black bitch. Yeah, and, and actually the, the latest thing I've read on her says all of a sudden she's now 26 and other people are saying, oh, that it reveals the truth about Stacey Hampton's age. And, and so I, I just I want to take a couple of things back. I want to I come back to you when okay. they set up, like, and I don't remember, like I, I rewatched your season, season three. Right? Yeah. Or rewatched your wedding basically, but I don't remember. Did you, did they do the setup for you? And this will give people an insight because... This is something that does my head in every fucking episode. Did they say to you when they set the camera, did you do the reveal to your parents, I'm getting married, to your mum? Yeah, I did it to mum and I did it to um, some friends. So we did two separate films for those. How much did your mum and your friends know? Everything. Yeah, okay. So, and that this is... I told them. Yeah, but what I'm saying is after three seasons you sort of go, oh, wow, okay. But after now, what are we, season seven? It, yeah, it, seven. Like when the parents are sitting there and the camera crew <laughs> is sitting there and then there's all, there's in the little corner of the room there's five people and the producer squeezed into the corner and it's like, I'm getting married. What? What? Yeah, yeah. So... So, like, they... Like, I um, They told me to tell my friends that I had auditioned for a travel show. Right. And they wanted to talk to them about why I would be good for it. Right. So that was the lie that... They told me to feed to my friends, which I obviously said, this is the lie, just pretend. <laughs> and then, you know, and then my mum, I'm like, I can't keep that from my mum. Yeah. That's, you know, like, yeah. and that's why anyone who watches it, of course they know. Yeah. Of course, yeah, there'd be, I, you know, maybe one person doesn't tell. Like, but I, I mean, I thought Connie may not have told, but Connie's, I think, just, I'm going to call it now, Connie's the fakest bitch out there. Do you like, think, do you fake. think that she's fake? Yep, yep. You don't think that her mum, seen, her mum's have, a total controller? Have you seen all those pictures that have come out of her? Yeah, I checked out her Instagram. Yeah, I'm like, mate, you're not as fucking shy as you put because that one, someone who's crippled by their shyness, yeah, does not do what you do by going travelling and you know partying. She goes out more than me, you know that. But she might be smart enough and model, models. Yeah, you I, know, I, like yeah. she. I think she's smart enough to play a character of, oh, because she knows what her mum's like. You know, I wouldn't put it past her that she is playing the character. Yeah, and 100%. the part that, like at first, it was the shock value, and then after the episode, I rethought the episode and thought, okay, this is what I don't see as being feasible, and that is humiliating yeah. your daughter on national TV. Yeah, when the so-called setup of Oh, I've got to tell you something. And if you go back and look at her face, she is going through all the emotions on her face of being scared. So I'm going, oh, maybe this is acting. And then yeah. when her mum turns around and her mum's reply is, get her married, you don't even have a boyfriend. And then mm. the mum and the sister piss themselves laughing. I'm like, well, you're now reenacting mental abuse. So either you're fucking with your kid's livelihood or you're just playing the part, mm-hmm. you know. And, yeah, and I think you're on. And to that's it. the thing, like, yeah, I I just saw that and I went, 
I don't know. There was something that just didn't strike me about that. And then I went. Then when I saw those pictures, I went, "Well, come on." Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's like it's. We know that there's a fake part of Instagram. Yes, of course. And there's a fake life, but then you don't pose for that. Like I, I hear about, well, well, case in point, we talked about someone who can't go to the gym because of anxiety. <laughs> yeah. But have a look at her Instagram and go, well, you, yeah. you're quite happy to pose for that, and and you got X amount of bullshit followers. Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 I think you're a hundred percent. I didn't. I went because it got me in. That was the thing. That was the thing that got me in. And I went, how could you treat your child like that, you fucking rotten bitch? And then yeah. as it rolled out and then mum did a big heel turn and went, oh, he's nice. And, I, and, and actually I do think he's a nice guy. I think he's just caught up in it and he's like, yeah, whatever. But I feel sorry for some of the men this season. I think there's some, you know, there's some decent men this season. Well, if I, but I also think there's some dodgy men. Well, I think if you had to go... If you had to, if you laid down a business plan of what are we going to offer this year, they've gone with let's go with crazy women and nice guys. Mm-hmm. And the crazy women in the first week kicked off every single one. But the thing that annoys me is like these guys would already go in going, oh, like maybe they might go in going, oh, these women are nuts, like, oh my God. And then they get paired with these women and then it's obviously, you know, tenfold about how extreme the emotions are. And I go, these poor guys that are going on there, you know, generally think, okay, I might find someone, and then they're harmed with these the crazy fucking bitches, yeah. and it just like it just you know confirms their whole ah bitches be crazy. Yeah, yeah, and I and I really believe. So if we go back to the first one. You saw Poppy get married. Yeah, she's look. I, look, okay, I can say this now because I'm a mum. I couldn't leave Stevie. Yeah. You know, like, I talk a big game about how we're going on a honeymoon for a week and Chris is like, yeah, you're going to laugh the fucking day. Yeah. But, you know, like, <laughs> I love that kid and I just, I don't want to be away from her, let alone, you know, like, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand why you would then put yourself out on a show like Married at First Sight where you're away from your family for months, put, like, filmed all the time, you know, chances are you know that you're not going to be put with someone that is especially good for you and you're going to do, you're going to risk that time away from your children for that. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I have a problem with that and I'll defend that to the cows cut home. How could you leave your two children? And she's clearly missing them because she doesn't shut up about them. Yeah. But that's the choice you made and why did you make that choice? Yeah. Why? Well, yeah. Teenage kids, fair enough. Yeah, they can cope for themselves, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, you know, they're just like, yeah, sweet mum's away for months. It's sweet. But, you know, little babies. With extremely large I heads. Care. I didn't see the head comment. I mean, I, I know you said <laughs> that. I went, oh, I don't know if I've got a special head. You know, it's just me winding up. Like, I, I did the same with the... The woman last night that got married and, and uh, they come out, she was Macedonian. I went, well, there you go. That explains the extremely large head. It's it's <laughs> it's just purely, that's just my sense of humour. And, you know, but they don't, yeah. they don't know who I'm just, I'm nobody to these guys. So it's, but it's, you know, I just like taking the piss. Personally, I wouldn't say that to them. And, and, and what they're putting themselves into, um, it is extreme stress 
but uh, what reasons are you doing it for? And that's when you go back to Poppy. Like Poppy played the line that they wanted and then she reenacted with the, oh, yeah, my husband had an accident. And she yeah. went, all, went all teary sort of attitude and then went, yeah, he fell on his co-worker's vagina. Yeah. And then I sort of went, okay, there's a gag. But then someone on the other side of the camera was going, you're funny, you're funny, keep going, you're funny. And I was like, yeah. no, no, you're not funny and yeah. you're missing your kids. I don't believe that you're actually up for this. No, she's not. And your husband, ex-husband, will now be saying, fuck, you know, you're just proving everything of why I left home. I, I mean, that's, I don't know the ins and outs and I don't want to get too technical, yeah. but it's, yeah, yeah. it just, it, it might, people will side with him when she comes across on TV as pathetic. And of course we know they, the producers are extracting an angle and working with it. Um, so Poppy's gone from, and actually someone sent me a picture of... Um, She's got a boyfriend. She's passing away, someone in Wollongong. Oh, yeah. No, they can have her. Um, yeah. She, someone sent me a picture of the, the sister out of Muriel's wedding. Oh yeah, and the yeah, one that yeah. goes, the one that actually says you're terrible, Muriel. And you yeah, see, yeah, yeah. if you see the yeah, side, someone, I think. if you see the side by side, it's like, yeah, there's a wog version of you're terrible, Muriel. <laughs> and the and, and the, the looks, looks were just, it blew my mind. So yeah, it's um yeah, like I yeah, I'm she's indifferent. No, I, I whatever with her. Um, I haven't brought myself up to watch. I've seen Poppy and Luke's. Who else have I seen? Poppy, um, Poppy. I'm starting, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm watching um, uh, last night's episode on Silence now. Yeah. I started watching last night, but Chris just, I can't watch it with Chris. He has to see if I can make it. <laughs> and then um, I still, well, I, he can't, and I'm just like, that's fine. Yeah, that's fair enough, babe. Because he's like, are you sure you don't want to like want to watch it? Because you get very worked up. I'm like, yeah, because they're fucked. Yeah, it's people are fucked. <laughs> yeah, and it's but, um, yeah, it's yeah. this this year is bogans and Botox. That's the I think that's the theme. It's but I just uh, you, you got to wonder it's the people that apply. You've got to wonder. So what have they got? They've got Ivan or Ivan who's got some. So I'm sorry, crazy as fuck. But you know what he. Is he Serbian and she's Croatian? Is she Serbian? Is he Croatian? No, he's um, Macedonian. No, 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 no. Further north, up in the U- Ukrainian. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's Ukrainian. Probably, at least they've got the old school wog values. Those two. That's you know. That's probably. I'd go. Yeah, if he's got money, she'll stay. Horrible fucking wedding dress. Horrible fucking wedding dress. She, so that's, that's fine, that's done and done. She, what's her, her Alec, Alec, Alexandra. Uh, she spells Alex, it different than other Alexandras. But yeah. She, Alec is, uh, Alex, however she wants to be known, she actually grew on me as, as it went on. Um, yeah. I found that she was, uh, she's a real estate and he's in real estate, so there's something in common and... Um, yeah, they'll have that thing where they gel. and But she actually grew on me because um, she she didn't pretend to be anyone that she wasn't. Yeah, but the, that, that's, that relationship has a chance because they're old school walks. Yeah. So 
so they like you know they will have the same sort of like understanding about the values and about what they want. So that so that probably has a chance of actually working. Yeah, but, but it, the angle that I see with those two and, and why it because if you saw how comfortable they were and I mean he he carried on with a bit of a drama and I went, oh fuck this is drama queen like someone said we need yeah. a bit of controversy um, but she appeared in the dating show Take Me Out which I've never seen so I don't know how it runs uh, oh hang on was that is that the one that Joel Creasy hosted. Yeah, is that when there's... Yeah. That was kind of funny. That wasn't too bad, actually. Yeah. But, yeah, okay, I don't remember her. But I've watched that, yeah. So she was in that, and Ivan, or Ivan, um, Ivan. has been <laughs> seen no hanging out with Cyrell prior to this. Uh, so whether they're, whether they're tied up with the same casting agency, which that's what always... Like last season was, it was evident they all came out of the same casting agency. So I think this season's a little bit different. But those two, and that maybe is the comfort zone, maybe that there's this fakeness that they're sort of portraying. But I think, but also, I don't know, the the Botox injecting melanin, melanin, sorry, um, who is with Mikey, whatever her name is, Natasha? No. Yes, yes. Okay. She used to date Eden Daly, who's now dating Cyrell. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Well, she she's quite oh. funny, right? Because when, uh, and you know Sydney, right? And you know Sydney suburbs. Yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, I live on the North Shore, and I'm a, a financial analyst, and I'm of course you are. and I'm an alpha female, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah." And Mikey is, and she lives at Lane Cove, right? And yeah. he comes from money in Cremorne, but he runs his family's. Uh, nursing home business, his operations manager. And right. like he he was, um, when he caught up with a couple of mates, they were sitting on the back of a boat having a few beers and it was docked down just off um, the casino there. I used to have an office there which overlooked where all of these um, boats are. And I remember one day uh, Nicole Kidman and, and Keith Urban were coming down to get on a boat and it's like, like so the boats that are there aren't, you know, they're not $50,000 boats. Yeah. We're talking, you know. Yeah. Millions of dollars. So he's with his mates. I'm thinking, oh, well, so he's come from money. That's a big, no big deal. She's like, uh, he's saying, oh, where are you from? And she's like, oh, I'm from the north side. And he said, yeah, yeah, whereabouts? And she goes, Sydney. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, fuck, okay, yeah, yeah, but whereabouts? And she goes, Lane Cove. And he goes, oh, okay, I live on the north side. I'm from Cremorne. Instantly there, she should have thought, people that live in, Lane Co- live in Lane Cove, like around that age, they're imports. They don't come from the north side. He's old money mm-hmm. living in Cremorne. Oh yeah, Cremorne. Yeah, we used to like. I used to live there when I was fifteen. Like we didn't own, obviously, it's too expensive. But Mum rented a, a place there. Yeah, Cremorne is old money because then yeah. you know you got Mossman where you have got the old bloody millionaire bitties. Yeah. Down near the spit. Yeah. yeah. Old money. But he he's down to earth. He's not. Look at me. Look at my wallet. Yeah, he seems nice. Yeah, yeah. he's a nice guy. Well, she's like, but I'm an alpha female, and her friends are saying, oh, she's going to eat him alive, and I'm like. You don't even know this guy. Anyway, something interesting popped up, what, two days later after the... Some guy that she used to hang out with um, put a... I don't know if he... Must have put it on Snapchat. A video of her in her underwear, a topless, but just some pants on, rolling around on the bed with him. And he's posted it on Snapchat, which, of course, it's just gone viral. And she just looks like... 
for all the work that she gets done, and she and she openly talks about it and says, "Oh, you know, I'm high maintenance." Blah blah blah. I'm thinking, yeah, he's not looking for someone like you. No, he just wants a nice girl, no. just down to earth. Yeah, just a nice, natural, yeah, pretty girl. But she looks like, and and don't forget, when she was eighteen or nineteen, she dated a forty-year-old, and when she was um, twenty-five, she dated a fifty-two-year-old. That's her money. That, that, yeah, that's right, and that's her claim. Like that's her thing. She goes, I normally date older guys, and it's like, what uh, they can pay for your procedures, like, and, and it's yeah, of course. You know, like, I I don't know that to be true, right? But that's my assumption for what they talk about, what's been edited, and what's been thrown out there. They're leading yeah. you into that path of, yeah, she's trash, and. We want you to think she's trash. Now she might not be. She might be the opposite. But there's nothing unto, nothing that leads me to believe that she's what she says she is. Do I think what they've done, all done this year, is they have cottoned on to the fact that they need to play a particular character and ham it up a bit, because they know he. I mean, they are going to get more screen time. If they overact, yeah, okay, okay, that's what I think it is, and what it's going to keep happening for series after series after series because you know they're going to want to be bigger than last season. They're going to get, they're going to get, they're going to want to get more followers. They're going to want to make more money. You know, after the show finishes, they have a there's a normal sort of path. They go to the maximum hottest 100 party, and then. Obviously, like we talked about, Max marks and signs them, and then they just tore themselves out to parties. And then you do, I well, and this sounds like what I did, but I didn't tore myself out to parties because you know I'm not skank. But you know, then you do a new idea because new idea, you know, keeps up with most of them. Like Barrel's just done a a nude photo shoot with Eden in his underwear. <laughs> But for why? I don't care about her. Like, I'm indifferent to her. But him, I'm like, you're such a fucking hanger uh, Don't forget, she, they broke up just before Christmas. I know. Yeah. Like, you're a fucking handbag and you're not attractive and you're a bit of a dick and, oh, they just, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. But, I'm just... So, so there's, there's two things to consider here is that um, they try to, they, they keep their relevance up and this is, and it's ironic. Yeah, oh yeah. It's ironic. like I. This is why I love talking to you, and I love people to hear this about you because everyone I talk to goes, "Oh, Jess, she's really nice, isn't she?" I go, "She's what yeah, she is. <laughs> what she says she is. She's not trying to be anyone else. What you see, check her out on Instagram. She's a mum. This is what she does. She's training. You know, she's having issues with hives. Like this is the real deal. There's nothing, <laughs> but there's no bullshit about it. You know. Oh, no. And. So when these people are trying to keep in, and like, and if you look at Eden, right? So Eden was with Erin on Love yeah. Island, right? Which was, yeah. I think that's, that's Channel Nine, okay. Yeah. And Erin's now defected to ten to do, I'm a celebrity. I'm a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And but if you go back to see the greatest part of reality TV, when. Um, Eden and Erin were tipped to win it and at the end they stand there side by side and when the other couple win it, the look on their face is priceless because they played the role, they did everything and then no sooner it was all over than that, see you later, fuck off, go by. 
Yeah. And the look on their face, and his relevance was he was now then just dating anyone that came out of a reality TV show he, he was yep. he was caught up with. And then the next minute, she's Cyrell's pregnant. I'm thinking, seriously, in this day and age, that's the first thing you thought to do? Like, yeah. Like, what, you knew each other six months and all of a sudden, like, it's just fucking mental. But then... But the thing is, all there's like, no, so, like, so, like, Chris and I got pregnant after six months. Like, I mean, our situation's very different. A totally but I feel different. Like going, but I'm like, use protection. Yeah. Or, yeah. use the morning after pill, because it's there. Yeah. It's very cheap. I used it with Stevie. It didn't work. <laughs> now I have a child. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, but, but, it, yeah. it's But there. you guys are in a different, like, you, you weren't hunting down fame and it wasn't planned to be seen in the eye. You guys went, okay, well, we're together now and, you know, that's a different part of my life. That's sort of, these people are just squeezing it for everything. Yeah, but all they do is sell stuff. Like I, when I saw that she was doing a magazine thing, you know, I went on her page because I'm unblocked by her now, by, either by her or Channel 9 or whatever. Um, and I scrolled down and I'm like, sponsored post, sponsored post, sponsored post, yeah. sponsored post, candid post. Sponsored post, yeah. sponsored post, sponsored post, and I, and it's the same with Davina from the previous season because a, a friend of mine she decided to unfollow her because she was just, you know, sick of it. And I looked on her page, sponsored post, sponsored post, sponsored post, and I'm just like, I, I hate doing sponsored posts. Like I'll do them, you know, every now and then. Like I did one for a giveaway for earphones, but yeah. you know, it's just it's so fucking tacky. But, oh, actually, I do have a little bit of gossip for you. So Far away. We love it. I watched Amanda and Tasha's wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I watched it. Yep. Yep. And I watched their honeymoon and so, so I for, saw how... So people that are catching up, they're supposedly the first same-sex marriage, but it's not the truth at all. You had one in your season, didn't you? Are they saying it's the first... I thought they were saying it was the first lesbian. Well, I heard that someone tried to pass it off as the first same-sex. Well, that's a downright, downright lie, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, and whether they're saying, oh, because it can be officially be real, but whatever. It, that was what someone passed it off with. And no, it could have been one of the... Yeah. And Andy and uh, Wattie's face got married in New Zealand where it was legal before it was legal here. And they actually asked them if they really wanted to get married. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's a load of shit. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. So I didn't mean I to... Yeah. The, no, no, that's okay. Jesus Christ, Stacey's boobs are out. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just watching this, like, there's some fake knockers. Anyway, <laughs> so, I'm getting distracted here. So, she, um, so I watched the honeymoon of Tash and um, Amanda and how, you know, Tash started to pull away. I mean, yeah, Tash started to pull away and then, you know, Amanda was just in there going like, what the, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, yeah. And I made the point, I have, have never never reached out to anyone from previous series. I am not that person. I am not trying to hang on or become relevant by hanging on to those people. I don't do that. I am not Claire Beryl. I am not. Mm. Um, but I, I watched it and I went, that's exactly what happened on my wedding. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we had a great wedding day. The very next day he changed. He stopped talking to me and didn't talk to me for a few days. And it was just shit and so i i'm obviously blocked by everyone so i messaged off another account and um i said hey 
I don't normally do this, but I'm from season three and I watched your honeymoon and it's exactly what happened with mine and, you know, it really resonated with me because it just brought back all the feelings of how crappy it was and I totally get how you were feeling and I just wanted to say I hope you're okay and whatever, whatever. And so we've been chatting. Oh, she responded? Yeah, she did. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so the question I, I would ask you stuff. is, yeah. how legit is she? Is she as legit as you going into this experiment? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I got that but, impression. I mean, we've only, we've only, yeah, we've only talked like you know, we're just doing voice messages on Insta. Like, there's no swapping of numbers or anything. Yeah. I think at, at the start she was a little bit stuck if I was actually who I said I was, because I get it. Like they would have people messaging them all the time. Yeah. 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 And. Um, yeah, so she asked about my experience and I was very honest. I said, you know, like I was alone most of the time. My producer, I didn't have a producer. The producer I was with was Bay's producer from the start and so he had a relationship with her and I didn't have anyone to talk to and all this sort of stuff. And she went through a, a very, very similar yep. um, experience. And then she said something to me today that I said like four years ago when I was on the show that when I was on the Today Show and they said, you know, do you feel bad about all the backlash that Dave's getting? And I've said it to you many times as well. You can't edit what's not there. That's right, yeah. And she said that verbatim. She goes, you know, if you're a dickhead, they're going to they're gonna emphasise that and make you even more of a dickhead, but it's already there. So if you're already a bitch, they will... The producers are very clever. The editing room, they're very clever. They will make you seem like more of a bitch. But you're already a bitch because you said those things. Yeah. You did that, you acted like that, you reacted like that. So they will go, this is the person that you are and so we're going to put it on steroids and put it out to the world. Yeah. And that's and that's what they um they did sort of that's what she felt that they did with um with Tash and Tash, you know, didn't try. And you can see that she didn't try and that she wasn't No, she she, like, she yeah, she switched off and she she gave the impression of feigning not feigning interest she actually gave the impression of interest at the start and yeah yeah and, and i you know i i presume that they they seem to be clicking it seemed to be fine and then the minute she goes oh i just want to take things slow and i'm like yeah, okay well you know like i i know heterosexual relationships i don't know um lesbian relationships and maybe there's a a conflict of i thought they went fast i know it sounds like an absolute stereotype but i know i have a lot of gay friends yeah. and it doesn't I don't ever see them go as slowly as straight relationships but maybe that's just the people that I know and the relationships that they're in but I've never seen one slow down I think they've they moved quite fast from the ones I've seen yeah the gay men I know are, are, um, are deviants and they put their hand up yeah. and they, they put their hand up and go yeah why wait who cares like it's Exactly right, yeah. Yeah, so it's... But it was just, it, it was exactly what happened with, with Dave. Like, Dave and I had a great wedding. And the thing is, you're so nervous leading up to it. And then the fact that you, you walk down the aisle and you see someone, you go, oh, my God, they're not a troll. Fantastic. And then you, you kind of get along and you go, this is fantastic. And that's when you buy into the whole process and you go, they're looking out for me. They're, you know, this is good. Yeah. And then the person changes. And, you know, Tash used some, what's she, bullshit excuse that, you know, she wasn't attracted to her or, I don't know, I don't know what she said. Yeah. But, and Dave used one that I 
wasn't confident because I was confident on the wedding day, but then I wasn't confident the next day. I'm like, you fucking pricks, because you act like you're interested and then you just turn it off. And I really felt sorry for it. And that's why I thought, I have to. I have to message her because nothing has resonated with me like that did. And she's lovely. And she's an attractive woman. She's well presented. She's, you know, I've never seen anyone pull off, um, what do you call them, suspenders, not on you in shorts and imitate a kangaroo and I went you're a good person you're a funny person you're a down to earth person and it just is shit that you got teamed up with someone like her yeah and one, one of the things that stood out for me with Amanda's personality was that she was very forthright in what she's looking for and and she'd been in a relationship and you know she she wants to you know happily ever after she comes from a European background and obviously being gay is one thing, but then you've got to overcome yeah. different obstacles. And I thought that was like she was open and honest. She was then taken to task by the horrible, I call them the horrible stepsisters. Yeah. Or the ugly yeah. stepsisters because they fucking looked hideous. Yeah. And, you know, make up, make up space to help people. In fact, it did not with them. No. And I, I, the people, the comments on Twitter were fucking hilarious. Um, on on women, because yeah, women. Twitter are, at math time is brilliant. Yeah, that's that's my that's my relaxation at seven thirty. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. watch I don't watch commercial television other than this and Survivor. That's it. Oh, occasionally oh, ABC and Four Corners, shit like that, you know. But yeah, I watch I watch ABC too. Yeah. But you, that's when you see how funny people are on Twitter oh. during the time of a reality TV program. That's when I go. Yeah. yeah, you're funny. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, and it is. I've I've made some, f- met some funny people. Like chatted to them and just went, yeah, you get it. Like it's awesome. Yeah. But one, yeah. Of, she was taken to task by those the two ugly steps brides. Step, yes. Yeah. She let's was. call them step brides. I will do. And um, she handled it in such a professional manner. She was not rude to them. <laughs> she listened to them. She answered short and sharp and punchy. And it, and it literally, I would have been look, fuck off enough. Like, who are you? <laughs> you just the, you, exactly. Yeah. You've got your five minutes of fame. Your head's on TV now. Fuck off like that. But she handled it really professionally, and I went, yeah, yeah. I like, I like what she's about. The downside well, of she's an adult. Yeah, but the downside of what came out at the same time, actually via Twitter, I think, was a picture of Tash and one of her girlfriends and I don't know if it's a girlfriend girlfriend or it's just a friend and mm. she was cashing in on this is my friend Tash blah 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 and then when you looked into her profile she was a dancer slash has an OnlyFans account and um, I don't want to say she's a prostitute let's just say she's a sex worker and, <laughs> right and then I know you're not a prosy yeah. Well, that's that's they don't like being called prostitutes. So, so oh, okay. she's a sex worker, and she was using Tasha's fame to, oh yeah, I'm Tasha's friend, and check me out. I've got an OnlyFans account, blah blah blah, and this is what I do. And I went, yeah, because, you know, in my history of knowing people, people that aren't sex workers or in that industry don't generally hang out with sex workers. And then yeah. when she said she worked at a bar and then I was looking at her with the tats and I'm thinking, yeah, she used to be a stripper. I don't know if she worked in a bar or not. So that's where I went, I don't think Tash is telling the truth. No, of course she's not. And then that was, that was you know, the honeymoon just... Then un- the photos obviously came out as well yeah, of her yeah. dancing with 
no shirt on, yeah. which is fine. Go and do that, but own it. But he, if you're going to go, like this is, here's the stupid part, right? If you're going to go on a national television show mm-hmm. that now goes from being aired live to then mm-hmm. being stuck on the back burner at, at nine now that you can pull up any time, we can go back and watch your wedding every day of the week. Yeah. Right? Um, that is going to be that. But if you've got ghosts in your closet, skeletons in your closet might be the right term. Um, get, I like ghosts. Get them out there because there's people hired by the Daily Mail, New Idea, TV Week, all of Your these. friends. Yeah. And they're hired to find out this. Like as soon as the show, all right, I can see, I can picture it. The lunchroom, I'm sorry, the lunchroom, the boardroom of the Daily Mail. Okay, we've got this. Who's on this? Who's, Who's got, got this? Who's going to find out? Okay, you've got, you got that couple? You've got that couple? Okay, we need to find out. This is what we've been given as a press release. Let's do some background history so then when the show's unrolling, we can come out with some stories. Yeah, exactly. And if that's all they want for fame, like that, so for instance, we're talking about um, Natasha, who's the uh, one that's teamed up with Mikey. Yeah. And she's about um, older men. You're going to love this one. She, okay. she, so she, she's telling she's a financial analyst, right? And she's trying, yep. trying to sell it that she's an alpha female. Um, she used to date Stu Laundie from Laundie's Hotels. Oh, yeah, I did read that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is, was teamed up with Sophie Monk on uh, The Bachelorette. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, come on. Are, are you really who you say you are or are you just pushing for fame? So she's just estranged from him. Yeah, they're, they're divorced, oh, but he's okay. still, yeah. Yeah, okay. So um, not that I want to buy into bikey business ever, um, but as far as the rebels go, they're very much low-key and they're just a, a group of guys that ride bikes together now. And that's the, 
because they're obviously their Australian president is is living in Malta. In Malta. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. he's on a do not return visa. So like, well, you know, not a visa. He's on a do not return uh, to Australia. And apparently there's the property that they've had in forever and a day since I was a kid uh, in Leppington. Apparently he sold that off. So oh, really? Yeah. I, again, I, I don't sort of go on hearsay when it comes to that bikey stuff. That's their stuff. But, okay, I thought he had actually passed. Uh, no, it's so her he's brother. alive. They're, they're, yeah, her brother and her dad. So he's still alive, but, yeah, they're, they're separated. Okay. So you see my interest level? It's like... Yeah, I just... <laughs> oh. Yeah, but the cool I part... I, here's the cool, cool part. part. This is what I like about it. The... Um, the photos that they're putting out of her now are all in different stages of a plastic surgery. So, <laughs> pre nose, post nose. Yeah, yeah. Pre nose, post nose. So I've, I've just seen one where she's got post nose, but pre boobs, or actually, maybe boobs, but not the the current level of boobs. Yeah. Fucking mental. Yeah, she's definitely had, definitely had them boosted up nice and. Yeah. And she's had her nose done several times. Yeah, and, and I don't understand why, like, her coming to... Like, what is she going to gain from this? Because if you're going to go into law, um, it's probably not... I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe Adelaide... and Maybe they want... I don't know. Is that going to draw you to go and use a, a company? They go, oh, we've got our, um, our best... Uh, our, our best um, lawyer on this. This is uh, Naked Stacy, and um, yeah, Naked Stacy, yeah, and Naked Stacy from Married at First Sight. Yeah, I'm gonna go. No, fuck off. I don't want her. Is that, that, that's yeah. what you're offering me. No thanks. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't trust her with my legal legal issues. No, not when you're 25 slash 26 and um, allegedly. <laughs> well, I've got to. T- I just. She looks so old. I've got a 24-year-old son and I just, you, you wouldn't put them side by side. You just go, no, this ain't, no, no, I'm not buying this. So, but, but I'm going to send you, look at look at a side by side. I'm sorry. The guy actually looks like her husband, her ex-husband. Who? Uh, Stacey's ex-husband looks like whoever she's married now. Just have a quick look. Yeah, I've, the only pictures I've seen of him are in colours. Uh, what? Are in his colours, like his bikey colours. Yeah, there's one that he's, it's, he's not. But he's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but that picture's from Facebook as well. So it got like, yeah, I don't know. There's just, see, at the end of the day, oh, there you go. That article has been shared 2.5 thousand times. Jesus two and a half thousand times. Yeah, 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 that picture. Yeah, yeah that picture's. Yeah. Yep. So that. Yeah. So she, that's what I mean. Like, it, people are just going to come out of the woodwork. They'll probably be a picture of her snorting coke off someone soon. <laughs> um, that's funny. Just because she just seems like that type. Like. Yeah. You know, she's just. Yeah. I don't know. I just, that's what I mean. So even coming back to the original start of our conversation, they're just the characters. It's now not like you're watching a reality show. It's like you're watching a Vanderpump Rules or a you know. Um, a Geordie Shore. It's more. It's more like a Geordie Shore, but they get married. Yeah, you're right, actually. You know, like they have their family. No, it's not Geordie. It's more like Jersey Shore. 
but they have their their family dinners as they do with the group, and they go off and they yeah. there's all these bride swapping and apparently cheating this season as well. Like it's just like the characters. I can't yeah. you can't look for these people now because you can pick why they have been put on the show. Yeah, that's what takes it all out of there. So I don't like a lot of people I've spoken to are just they're not really into it this year until. You know, equally, it's a bit juicier, and we see David clean the toilet with Haley's toothbrush. I got to tell you, I I really I really liked him because his story of, you know, I had to learn to walk again, and I had to do this, and yeah. I, and then, and it actually brings up a really good that's a best segue then because we can talk about Haley because you do know that Haley is friends with Bad Jess. Of course she is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And there's there's the bogan slash wannabe bikey mole mentality. Yes, and I can, yes, I can, yes. And her angle is, I used to be a, an addict for eight years. I'm like, fuck, well, Channel 9, what are you thinking? Mm. Like, oh, what, you're going to try and sell that, spin that as a story of, oh, no, but she's she's performed and she's come good. No, no one wants to hear it. I, I, I just know, unfortunately, um, yeah, unfortunately that um, addiction isn't solved straight away and the, and the repercussions can come, you know, come from anything long-term. Who knows? Because she'll always, she'll always be an addict. And if it, I think, to be fair, I think she might have replaced the bit with food. Um, but there was rumours going around a few weeks ago that they were... Um, that they had to halt production for two weeks because someone had to go to rehab. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. So put two and two together and you get four. Yeah. So, I, that, I mean, that's what's going to... Because you might, like, yeah, and then you've got, obviously, him cleaning the toilet with her toothbrush because yeah. apparently she just left skid marks everywhere. And I'm like, hey, there's... there's don't lose skid marks. You know, you're with a boy, try and make... Well, girls don't poo, right? Girls don't poo, they don't fart. They don't fart. No fart policy. That's how it is. Well, let me... Oh, I let off some rip snores around Chris, but we've been together two and a half years. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in the start, girls don't poo, they don't fart. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, like, if you do, if you make sure that you would clean your... Any evidence that you went to the toilet... Yeah. And then... But to have someone clean it with your own toothbrush oh. and then put the toothbrush back, that's, uh, uh, this might sound dramatic. Uh, that's a form of abuse. Oh, like, that's, a report, that's a crime. I would report the shit out of that if I heard that someone did that. Oh, yeah, I'd be up in arms. I would have lost my shit. And, and you come and you, your dad's a cop and yeah. that's what you think's okay behaviour to do. Yeah, let's be fair. I think mum and dad are related. Like it just. <laughs> How devo was she at the wedding though? Oh, Her face. Fuck. She was fucking devo. I'm like, oh, you poor bitty. But you know you what I liked about devo. him was he was gonna, he knew he saw it and he went, no, nah, I'm just going to buck the system and give it a go. And that's what I liked about yeah. him. Yeah. That's what I liked. Yeah, he didn't it. succumb to his parents. No, and and yeah, he's a grown man, and and he was, but he was, you know, he handled him well. I. I, I just I, I can't imagine growing up in the 1950s America mentality because that's what they've got. Yeah, they do. And um, and that's okay. Everyone's got different courses for you know 
That, that, that's their thing. Different horses for courses, or is it courses for horses? Horses for courses. Courses, yeah. So he, but he was in. <laughs> I've got to go back to um, uh, pun school and learn, learn school. Plenty of puns, I think. And actually, yeah. I sound like the the uneducated fucking um, idiot that gets it all wrong. At least you give it a go. <laughs> but what I, I did like that about him until I saw the toothpaste thing, the toothbrush thing, and it was like the worst part was he had sent it to his mates, and then the producers got wind of it, and that's how they got hold of it. And it was like fuck, man, like you know. He sent it to the other groups. Yeah. Yeah, like, I just go, you, yeah. you're, you're, you're a, a fucking idiot. Yeah. You're and, an absolute moron. And, and as far as the only, like, the, you know, the urban myth, I guess it is, that goes with that is the story of people's houses that get broken into and the people that broke in grab their toothbrushes and stick them up their ass and grab the camera that's in the house and take photos of it and then okay. they put the camera back, right? And then they put the toothbrushes back. And then somewhere down the track, someone goes and gets the film developed. And then they find these pictures of people's toothbrushes up their their toothbrushes up up someone else's ass. So why? Like, why do people even think to do that? What makes someone go? You know what? I'm just going to stick this toothbrush up my doctor. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to defend it, but I can tell you, it's because we're men and we're fucking savages. That's like it's. You know what? What? What part of a pissing in your own mouth and letting your friends video it seems like a good idea at the time? That is also very true. Yeah, it's they're animals. We're animals. That's that's the that's the the animal characteristic that slides in, and, and it's big dick, you know, mentality because it's like I'm going to send this to the other grooms, and because my honeymoon shit, I'm going to show them. Fuck off, like. It's a very bad judgment call, and I can only put it down to he was frustrated with the circumstance. Being shit. Yeah, but but I mean, they went to Singapore. How couldn't you make Singapore work as a great honeymoon? And everyone else got um, like Australia holidays. That's why I reckon they know that they were treated to a good honeymoon because that hotel they stayed at is not cheap. I've stayed there. Yeah. different levels of, of honeymoon and stuff and I was going do, do, do you like do you get fit into a certain package like do you well you're going to be our star couple so you're going to get like it how do, how do you sort of balance that out and and because they've got agents do they negotiate that and go well you know she's going to come clean and tell you that she used to be a junkie for eight years and so we think that that you know gets like I, I don't know that was because my, my mindset was going how do you work out who gets what the see, in my series, everyone else got overseas trips except me. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how that works out either. Maybe they thought you and Dave were just going to fall in love. Yeah, nah. And I've actually, <laughs> I've actually got to go back and say this. I was very much, and I didn't know you at this stage, I knew nothing of you, but I was on your side and it wasn't, Again, you come back to editing. You can edit it how you want, but these are the things that he said and these are the things that he did. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, hashtag dead shit Dave. Right? And that was what I, I, I referred to him as. When I've gone back yeah. and watched it, for everything that he did, like you two were very polite and very just jovial. Like it was, it was really nice when you first met each other and you started talking. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? Like he put himself in a, a, outside of his comfort zone and he looked like a dickhead doing stupid dance, right? Oh, yeah. I would never have done that in a million years. That's just, I would have got, someone would have suggested I went, <laughs> not going to happen. But, <laughs> but he did it and he, he wore it and, and that part, all of that part was good. And then from the honeymoon onwards, it just, it was fucking horrible. Yeah. And, and that was, I was genuinely, like, I was just at the start was, yeah, he's this fucking idiot. Like, that was how I was. And then now I've looked back and gone, yeah, okay, he played the game. But now talking to you and listening to you relate that to Tash and Amanda, you see it again and you go, yeah, okay. And I think we're going to see that um, with Cheat and Steve as he's known on Twitter. Fuck, that came around fast. Aww. 17 years ago, give the guy a fucking I break. I know, I know, fuck off. This is mean and no girl goes, what is wrong with her that seven out of eight boyfriends have cheated? Bingo. I, I put it all over Twitter. It's like, have a look at yourself first, darling. Sorry, seven out of eight. Like, you yeah. know, I, I mean, I've been cheated on once, but, you know, that's when we were 18 and I, to be fair, you know, you understand it a bit more when you're 18. But I've never cheated and that's the only person who's cheated on me, but seven out of eight have cheated on you? Yeah. And then she had this whole thing of, oh, my God. I'm like, mate, like, fucking calm down. Well, she went from like, zero to 100 as though it happened to her. Yeah. So, and it, it happened two days before they got married, 17 years ago. The guy's old. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And he's open about what he says. I know. I've been cheated on twice and both of them did not hit. And, and both of them I've got feasible relationships with. Right? And there's, yeah. there's no malice. They both deny it. It's fucking obvious. I'm, but I'm not tortured by it. I go, well, you know what? Maybe I led to something that created that, which which is 100% true. In both circumstances, um, my mental state wasn't of the best place and forgot what was important to me. And yeah. and as a result, both relationships ended. Um, they didn't run off with whoever they were fucking at the time, but oh, one did actually. And then she pissed him off. But... Um, like he's come out and said it 17 years ago. Yeah. She's got a level of crazy, needs to be dulled down. Like it's, you know, and then someone, and you would have thought when she went through the process, when you talk to these alleged experts, there would have been red flags flying that they're going to give her some form of counselling prior to going into it. That. But the thing that I, I don't understand, like, they're completely useless now. The experts are, are useless in this whole show. Yeah. And I, it pisses me off when people say, oh, you know, the experts seem to have done a good match. I mean, no, no, you mean the producers. Yeah, yeah. The producers have done it. Like, it's just... But I'll be interested to see where they take Stacey and, you know, multimillionaire Mike or whatever to a honeymoon. Yeah, so that's, t- that's, and that's actually... When we're recording this, it's tonight. So this won't be out until Sunday. So we'll be, tweet. We'll have to tweet about it. Yeah, there'll be plenty of fodder. And you can find us on Twitter because we're tweeting live because that's how we roll. Um, and I'll put that in the show notes. But um, 
yeah, it's it it is it's um yeah, it's just a powder keg. I'd be interested to see because there's somewhere on his honeymoon he pulls up Hayley, doesn't pull up Hayley, sorry, uh, Rangers, Naked Stacy. Naked Stacy. And does a bit to Cameron and says, oh, she's not a one I thought she was. And it's like, um, yeah, I can't work out where your accent's from, mate. Like, so <laughs> it's a mixture of a bit of everything. At least with Cheat and Steve, I can work Steve's out, but yours is all over the shop. <laughs> so I, I don't I don't know what's going to become of that. Um, but I will say that before I let you go, because I know you've got, places to be um i want your spin on vanessa yep who is comes across as being not confident in herself because she's got bad skin bullshit and she used to date bronson norrish she did yeah yeah and um i can't who was she teamed up with chris 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 I just said that several times. <laughs> Chris, 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 Chris Kringle. Worker. The cute guy. He's cute. I'm just trying to find out which one he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cute. I just said yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he he actually seems like a just a. Well, the fact oh, is, like, he's a youth worker, right? And and that. Yeah. And that's yeah. a shit job. Like, is it, it takes a special kind of person to, and I, I don't mean to criticise his work as being shit, but I mean it's a tough gig. Oh, hundred percent. Because you've got to gain their trust, help them turn around, and then hope that they don't revert back. And you know, that's yeah, yeah. He's he's a good guy. I'm I'm not yeah. sure of the spin because she kept playing. I don't think he likes me. I don't think he likes me. And then she's gone. I had bad skin, and she did. You know, like I you know, I feel sorry yeah. for. You know, um, particularly women, because women are so harshly criticised as to their skin yeah, and agreed. you know their makeup. And she was wearing this, so she was doing like w- women just come under the spotlight, and um, and and it's harsh. It really is harsh. But um, he didn't seem too bothered by it. Like he was no, and he's a. He's like a slow-moving kind of guy. Like he's just, oh, I'm just going to go and I'm a gentleman and, you know. Um, but I can't work her out because, again, checked out her Instagram. Doesn't seem to be lacking confidence. I think that they've got her on because of Bronson. Yeah. Um, I, when she said, like, she walked down the aisle and she goes, I walked down the aisle. And he looked down. I went, oh, for fuck's sake, he probably had something on his shirt. He probably blinked. Like, you know, you've just got too many issues if you're concerned about if a guy looks down. And the thing is, if she is like that, she is going to be looking for constant justification from him, and that is tiring work. If you're with someone who needs to constantly be reassured about how, you know, if they're happy with you and everything like that, you're just going to go, mate, fuck off. Yeah. But the thing, you know the thing that annoys me the most? She's a pharmacy manager. Yeah. And she has a fucking tongue piercing. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, mate, they were so, what year are we in now, 20, they were so 2010. Only when I had one and then I spit out. <laughs> did you have one? I did. I had my nipple pierced too. Yeah, I've still got mine done. Yeah, no, I got, I took mine out. I don't know why I took it out. I just decided that I'd take it out and play with my tongue ring and then, yeah. 
and I just went, I'm over that. So, my mother has just turned up because we have to go and pick up my child because my car's getting serviced. Excellent. Um, Thank you again. Always a pleasure. Oh, anytime. But we were were watched tonight and live tweet. Yeah, and this needs to be to be continued. Yes, definitely. And um, once all the the shit starts to fall out with um, the dinner meetings, the dinner dinner meetings, yeah, dinner parties, dinner parties. And I want to talk about Josh and um, I can never remember her name because I actually Kathy. Kathy. Yeah, the one that she says I'm half Australian, half Thai, and I grew up in New Zealand. Because I think they're legit. Yeah, I think they are too. But we'll, um, anything we've said now, we need to listen to in four weeks' time and see how right we are. Yes, yes. All yeah. right. I, um, I'll, talk to you, I'll talk to you on Twitter tonight. Yeah. Enjoy. Okay. Everyone can follow us on Twitter and I'll put the links in. Take care. Beautiful. Bye. See you, Jess. Bye. And that concludes my chat with Jess. I want to thank her again because, um, as I said, she shoots from the hip. And, um, yeah, you can hear it for yourself. She's the real deal. It's good fun. Always have a good laugh with Jess. And, uh, yeah, she'll be back in a few weeks and uh, we'll compare notes and be interesting to see how it plays out. As I said to you, I, I look at it as a gay mentality now. And, you know, is, is, that, is that what people want? Who knows? The ratings would tell you that they're loving it. So let's see if it goes for another week, if the, whether or not the uh, enthusiasm and love for the show is still there. Because it always gives me something to talk about. It's great content. Oh, I love people watching. That's what I do. So once again, thank you to Jess. Thank you for listening. Thanks for taking the time. I hope we provide you with some entertainment. Until next time, ciao for now. Thanks for listening to a Guerrilla Radio podcast. I hope you've enjoyed what you've listened to. Remember, you can find all Guerrilla Radio podcasts on all good podcast catches and maybe some bad ones. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Guerrilla Radio Australia and Twitter on Guerrilla underscore KMAC. Don't forget the website, guerrillaradio.com.au for all other information and thank you for taking the time to listen. Thank you. Randy. Goodbye. Bye now.